it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Yeah, <laughs> good thing you're brushing your teeth. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man, it smells like my youth. We can. Unless I leave this in. Welcome to the Preacher Podcast, brought to you by the Baltic Effect and Trintendo. I'm Trent, this is Nate. Hi, I'm Nate. This episode we're talking about, uh, episode three, season two, episode three, it's called Damsels? Is it? I think it's called Damsels, which is the through line through everything, but uh, before we get started... Is or no? Uh, kind of. Yeah. Do we have any questions before we get started? Yeah. <laughs> I've got questions for you. Okay. Here, These are submitted by Bricktails. If you want to submit some questions... Uh, Nate at NateBjork.com. Not doing that this there week. There it is. <laughs> Nate at NateBjork.com. Not doing that this week. <laughs> mm. Mm. Refreshing. <laughs> um, Citrus. Yeah. Beverage. Um, who has Tracy had great sex with? Uh, okay, so Cody B, Cody D, and some other dude. Greg. Greg. Houston. Cody H. And Cody D. And then in parentheses, anal for Cody D. <laughs> Cody D? Yeah. Who has Tracy definitely not had any type or quality of sex with? Eugene? Correct. Okay. That seemed like an obvious question, but thank you for the layup. What is God's favorite song? God dang it. I meant to go back because I couldn't understand what they were saying. Um, I don't know what, what was said. I didn't turn subtitles on, so I don't know. A Walk to the Peak. A Walk to the Peak. Okay. Nice. Uh, what does that song sound like to Tulip? It sounds like, uh, cats having sex near the airport under an ice cream truck. There it is. Nice. Yeah, it's good, right? So, uh... Every now and then I'll know one. So we're on the run. Mm-hmm. Are we a band on the run? Oh, sorry, that was a statement, not a question. No. Um, what's the capital of Florida? Tallahassee. That's correct. Uh, let's go to some of Nate's questions. Which, like, when when she did that, I myself started questioning. I'm like, did, did it did it change? <laughs> in what in what movie does Eugene say that Mary Poppins sound of music? Yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay. That's all I have for that. Um. What'd you think of the episode? Oh, is that all the questions? Did, yeah. I, did I win? You won the quiz. I beat it. I beat the quiz yeah, today. Yeah, good job, Trent. Thanks for the questions, Bricktails. Yeah. Um, Nate at NateBjork.com. No, I, I love the episode, man. Uh, it, well, we, we mentioned the name of it, Damsels, and that is the through line when you think about it. You've got Damsels with what what's, what's her face? Uh, uh, blow, blow part of her head off, coma girl. Yeah, Tracy. Tracy. And uh, she's Damsel in Distress. You've got... Um, Tulip, 
Yep. Damsel in distress. We don't have a lot of info on why yet. Nope. <laughs> I keep forgetting we just can't like like mute or yeah. something. I don't know. Anyway. But uh she's in distress and we also have uh Mrs. Kettleman, which I didn't catch her name in the episode. I forget yeah. the actress's name. Yeah. But the lady that plays Mrs. Kettleman in Better Laura? Call Saul. Maybe. Laura. Lauren. Laura, because the dude's name was Lewis, and she's Laura. Okay. When they introduced themselves. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you're as hot as fire, or whatever. <laughs> Mr. Patriotic type. Yeah. Well, we'll back up and we'll start with... Let's the, start at the beginning. Yeah, start at the beginning. I, so we got all this going on with Eugene, mm-hmm. and I'm excited. I'm also not that crazy about it. But I'm I, I'm glad it's there because it is going to be coming. Like I, I like that it is not just forgotten. This part about yeah. Eugene. And I didn't think I thought. Mm-hmm. And didn't we all think that Eugene was in love with her, shot her, and shot himself? Correct. Now in the comic, he killed himself because he was such a fan of Kurt Cobain. Mm-hmm. But that right. wouldn't really line up with today's time. No. But uh, I like what they did for this one, and yeah, no, no, we 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 thought it was something very different from the first season, the way they were handling it, the way they were talking about him. And um, sorry, I'm getting an allergy pill. I'll continue. He's allergic to refreshment. So anyway, um, they where what was I even talking about? Yeah, no, no, they show what really happened there, and I, I gotta say, it redeems Eugene a little bit, but it kind of also makes me lose some respect for him. Yeah, okay. So it's a complex thing, but you go go for it. Yeah, here's the deal with that. Um so I've understand I can understand the frustration of being in that position that Eugene was in because I've been in that position a lot of times. Mm-hmm. The um the thing that we call a lot of people like call the friend zone or whatever, which is one of these things where Yeah, that needs to be rethought. I think it has been rethought well, okay, by but a lot I, of people. Oh yeah, well let me yeah, um what I'm saying is um clearly he has a crush on his best friend. Um, and she, the, the feelings aren't mutual. Um, she doesn't owe him anything. No. She's allowed to be b- good friends with him. Mm-hmm. But he's still frustrated about that. Well, it's if he was, if he made a little, if he, if he acted, if he shot her because he was pissed that she didn't like him, then that's bad. But he, he tried to kiss her and she said no and gross and was really disrespectful, but that's okay. And, but if he would have just, um, like, had them both not gotten shot in the face um and he would have had he could have had a chance to like say okay that's cool that is the win-win when no one gets shot in the face yeah yeah but like he would say and they're both terrible shots well like you both fucked it up how did you both screw it up you watch the episode here's how they screwed it up she's doing this and he pushes Uh it up right he does this Uh and then he's like what yeah but i got so how but, but it's on her she screwed it up it's on her and then he screwed up his own Screw-ups. Okay. Just going to say it. Okay. couple of dumb... Ki- that was weird. You see when the lights just kicked in? Yeah, I did. Okay. Yeah. Um. But anyways... It was weird. What I was trying to say about this... This, uh... This this friend zone not... Um... Uh, it, it's... Um... I feel bad for Eugene, but I also feel bad for Tracy, and they're both in a shitty situation. Um... Mm-hmm. And... Um... I don't think either of them are good people, because they're both idiots. Um, yeah, 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 I mean... He thinks Mary yeah. Poppins is in Sound of Music. She thinks that the main reason... The main reason she's mad uh-huh. that her boyfriend got head under the thing is because she's mad because... What's-her-face is a five. five. Yeah. 
And you got to think about too, like that would have been a few years ago. I, I don't know exactly how long they're saying it was, but it was it was far more socially acceptable to say things like that because of things like hotornot.com. Oh right. You know what I mean? Like like the objectification was so strong. People would talk about like like dime pieces and things like that. I think it's okay to still call someone a ten that you're really into, but I think that anything less shouldn't be done. Like if you want to use it as a way to compliment somebody, okay, you got to be. It's tricky though. So okay. like you know, I think the best bet would be to just leave it alone. So let's just not mm-hmm. rate people. Sure. Um, and so so that to me that makes her kind of a crappy person. The thing with the friend zone, and I thought about this for many many years. It's why I'm such an asshole nowadays. It's because I used to be the nice guy, um, and I would end up in the friend zone. And I've really started thinking about this. Like, if there's a girl that you're interested in, she only wants to be your friend. If you stay, if you consider yourself in the friend zone, in that you think that there's a chance one day, you're a bad friend. Yeah. Here's why. If you can't separate those feelings, then you're not being the best friend that you can be. You're not there to be their friend. You're there to hopefully be more than that. I see that, but where do you get, where does, where do you, where, 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 from where do you go from that to saying, now I'm an asshole because of that? Because I used to be the nice guy that ended up in the friend zone. But being a, fr- being a nice guy doesn't preclude a friend zone. Well, it more, um, a person, not, who's, nice a guy, person who's mad at being uh, in the friend zone isn't a nice guy. Well, I wasn't saying I was being mad. What I was saying is, is that I was the sap that was just like, well, okay. Mm. I guess I'll just pine for you forever mm-hmm. and not be the best friend that I can be or cut ties and separate. But then if you say you don't want to be somebody's friend because you want to be something else, then that makes you like an a-hole. When I think in reality, if if you're interested in being in a relationship with them and being just friends is not enough, you don't need to be friends with them. Unless it's like you, you – I, yeah. I don't mean to be mean to them. Yeah, you see them no, in public, yeah, you I see think, them at parties. I think, I think you got to talk to them about you it. You can't go sit on their bed and let them cry on your shoulder. No. Because because you're going to have more feelings. I think it's a slippery I think slope. Tell, I think, I think the, the, the thing, mature thing to do in whatever situation is just you know tell the person, sorry, I'm not really interested in you that way, but I I really do appreciate your friendship. Yeah. Um, now, if you're going to – now – Here's the thing. If someone likes me and I'm only hanging out with them to make myself feel attractive, mm-hmm. then that's another shitty thing. Um, I assume that's why you hang out with me. Yeah, obviously. obviously. <laughs> I had a, um, I'm like Seabiscuit, <laughs> except um, not the winning part of it. I had a friend. I'm a good, <laughs> she's, a, she's still a friend. Uh-huh. Um, who, you know, we had a conversation one time and she told me that she felt bad because she knows that I like her mm-hmm. and it makes her feel good to hang out with me. And she says she feels like a bad friend. Um, wait, that's, yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> no, and I was glad she, I'm glad, I was glad she, uh. Well, maybe that's the lesson. It. Be open about the stuff and just say, hey, listen, um, I got feelings for you. I, you know, just, I do, I don't know that I can separate. I don't know that that's ever going to go away, but I know that if I'm around you, I'm going to think I would like to be, you know, in a relationship. I want us to go out. Mm-hmm. I want us to be, I want us to be going out and then eventually let's do it. Like, that's how you should talk. Yeah, absolutely. Girls. You should absolutely talk that way. But no, no, no. So it's it's interesting, and I haven't thought about things like being in the friend zone in such a long time, because I'm old now. Drinking Zemo. What you got going on over there? Nothing. Okay. <laughs> I thought you saw something. I was like, yeah. is, is it a spider? Yeah. Um. So anyway, no. I I thought it was cool. I thought it was interesting. I do love, the, like, how just idiotic Eugene really is, where he's just like, 
Well, he's like, door, gun, door, gun, door. Ah! And he just like freaks out like Courage the Cowardly Dog or something and then and then turns his face into an asshole. Mm-hmm. But uh, I also <laughs> wanted to throw out there, I'm glad that we went back to Anvil. Mm-hmm. And just it really highlighted how stupid of a town that was. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's like a lot of other little towns. Yeah. But just those two idiots being there, just yeah. like, yeah, it feels like Anvil. Yeah. But anyway. But then we got to see... Uh, what hell looks like, apparently. Mm-hmm. Looks like an old-fashioned prison. I was thinking about that, how he's got... Old-fashioned fr- prison with a futuristic... Uh, disco uh, ball. Disco ball that makes it into a... Uh, what's the thing, Shane, uh, that they have on Star Trek? Um, si- um, one of those simulators that you go into. Oh, uh, holodeck. It's like a holodeck on, on Star Trek. Oh, yeah. please don't make me watch an episode. I'm not going to make you watch an episode. <laughs> watch an episode. This is the holodeck. It's like a holodeck. But I was just thinking, um, it was... Yeah, sorry for, uh, sorry for uh, bringing up something that you didn't know about and uh, trying to make it so that our listeners and viewers... <laughs> it's just Star Trek. have a t- touch point. It's, it's just Star Trek. I'm We're going to watch all of, all of Star Trek after. Oh, Christ. I tried watching some on my own. <laughs> hard pass I'm sorry uh, I, I did I did that I watched that and X-Files and Twin Peaks for for you and for Brendan and, and mm-hmm. I did just not my, not my cup of tea I you don't have to like everything I do though <laughs> so, anyway. <laughs> so anyway no 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 I'm glad that you brought it up I'm just messing with you but uh, it's interesting what they're showing in that for hell it seems like I remember something different from the comic, but it doesn't matter. Because they are taking the same things in a different direction, at least slightly, uh, which is really good. It's the kind of thing that I liked about uh, Walking Dead, is that they stuck to it a little bit, and then they just went off. And that's awesome. That's mm-hmm. great. Uh, give us, because we've waited this long, you know, to, to see a show from it. For people that do know the comic, well, now you're getting something extra, because they're not making new comics of it. So, mm. I think it's pretty dope. Yeah. All right, so then we move on to which which I'll go ahead and finish talking about Eugene because we come back to him. It's later on that we see the door opens in hell, mm-hmm. and he's in the hallway. Do you think that the, the technology going down? Do you think that it has something to do in part with God being missing, or is it just a coincidence that God's missing and also there's some like there's some like, or do, do you think or do you think shit just breaks down in hell sometimes? Maybe hell for that lady is always fixing shit. I was going to say... Maybe her hell is she was a maintenance person. I was going to say about that lady, like, is she also in hell? I mean, she's in yeah. hell, but does she... Like, how, how do you get that job of, like, hell's custodian? I mean, is she, like, a demon? I mean... What, is, is that she, Satan? Is she assigned to, um, you know, 376-7211? Uh, that <laughs> we need rules here, people. That block, um, That's what Nate's always talking about, is rules. Yeah. Um, and Eugene's sub number is 725. So I like to think that there are... You were not going to ask those, were you? No. I just said it, You're so I'm not guy. going to. You're a good um, guy. So, at least, according to what I'm thinking here, Eugene is the 3,767,211,725th person in hell, according to the number in his shirt. That's my thought. My thinking is a... Well, I was, I was about to say something really stupid. I was gonna say my thing is, is that like when one person leaves hell, then they get they reassign the number. But I'm like, wait, it's not prison, it's yeah. hell. <laughs> I don't know. That's an interesting. That's an interesting thought. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. If that's what if that's the case. I don't know if they'll ever mention it. It yeah. might have been just like a they got to design something, so they got to come up with a number. What yeah. number do we go up with? That's it. But um, but no, it comes back. Apparently, he's uh, he's located near Hitler. Mm-hmm. Next door neighbors. Yeah, howdy, Nabe. <laughs> but 
But that wouldn't be the first German that would come up in this episode. Moving forward into, I guess, the next big thing. Well, yeah, we're going to go to, like, the the road trip. They're on the way there. They come up with Mexi Jazz. They're getting mm-hmm. frustrated. Tulip's very frustrated with the plan, obviously. Yeah, well, she, yeah, she doesn't want to get murdered. Mm-hmm. Well, so a, a big part of it is, yeah, what she had said before, because what was the guy, Gary, that shows up that she ends up murdering? Was it Gary that she ends up... Yeah, it was Gary. Okay. <laughs> I know you're doing a thing, but still answer me. Um, <laughs> please please don't make me feel like people can't hear me. If they, if you start doing that, then I start thinking he's, people really he can't hear me. He thinks he's a ghost sometimes. It's a thing. It's a fun prank I like to play on him where he thinks he's a ghost and I, and I'm, and I don't hear him. Or I walk past him and you're like, ooh, is there a window open? Mm-hmm. And you just ignore me. Yep. <laughs> So, no, no, no. So, yeah, she's on the lookout for those people that are trying to find her. I do happen to know a little bit about the comic and who is kind of going after her. I won't say anything about that because saying anything would give away something I wouldn't want to give away. But it is similar to what something that does go in the comic. It's pretty cool. Pretty excited about that. Um, but then, I don't, I don't know. Like, where do you want to go from there? I, to me, the, the – the well, I guess we need to talk about uh, Finding God. Yeah, so how much – because we keep t- we talked about the comic and it looks like it's pretty close to what it is, I don't know how much speculation to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you should this. speculate away. Okay. If you're right, you're right. You're wrong, you're wrong. Who gives a shit? Okay. Okay. It's good. fun. Speculating's fun, man. It is. It is. But I don't want you to tell me if I'm right or wrong. Won't. Won't do it. Won't even hint. Um, we'll speculate away. Well, I know. I'm just trying to think. But I, I, don't I don't remember shit. everything. I, I just assume that. I just assume that the um, the what's her face, the tulip pieces, and I, I don't give a shit. It's just. Some boss that you crossed is well, a thing, and uh, so. But my my main interest is who are these dudes in white, and uh, that's my main thing. I'm glad you brought that up because I do want to talk a little bit about Tulip and that. Okay. I don't. I'm not speaking this from the comic, but I think some of this is definitely not in the comic. But point being, you remember in the first season, there's a guy that's in all white wearing a Panama hat. She goes to him. He's watching a snuff film. Yeah. And she gives him the map she was trying to get from the guy she killed in the cornfield. Remember that? Right. Okay. I do know. Was that Vincent? Uh, no, I. Uh, people have been speculating that's supposed to be a hair star, okay. which is the guy we see at the end of this episode, sure, sure. the guy with the jacked up eye and everything. Yeah, I know. So he does have something to do with the guys in white, and I can tell you, and I don't think this is a spoiler alert. Those guys have to do with spiritual things, kind of, in a way, in, in a weird roundabout way, they do. So the reason I'm saying that is, you think about how. They're on a trip to find God, which is the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. Um, they go to the preacher man that had whiskey, because there was whiskey. Um, which, oh, by the way, you, you caught, uh, you were like, rat water, the rat water whiskey. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but they go to the preacher that has the whiskey. He talks about how he was in Mesopotamia, and he had read about a map of where God would go. Yeah, but he was being sarcastic. Um, I think some of it he was being sarcastic, but I think he really does know like where God Because they're was like, going. really? And he goes, No. Oh, did he say no? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, I, he's I, like, no, because that doesn't exist. This never happened before. Uh, oh, but, but I remember the line was that he, I remember how he said it now, but I kind of, I, I know what you're talking about, though. Well, getting back to what I'm saying is Tulip did sell a map to somebody, and I do have an idea of what those people want, the people in white. And I think that that makes that tied a little more to what Tulip did in the first season, okay. which is baller. And it's really cool. If I'm right, I could be wrong. Okay. Because that's not in that part. The little part that I'm connecting with is not in the comic. But I don't want to say any more about those people. Um, I don't want to, you know, chance giving anything away. Well, I think, I think they're um, they're either 
a government organization that knows about the spiritual shit, or they're actually like maybe some angels. Yeah, not going to confirm either way. But that's it, fine. I'm not asking you to. That's why today I was like, I want to say that they have something to do with like spirituality. I'm like, well, it's a show called Preacher. Yeah. They're going to try and find God. I don't think I'm giving anything away. No. But I, I feel like it's tied a little bit to that map that she saw. And I can't wait to, to see how they reveal everything, uh, to see how your speculating comes out. But yeah. uh, I think, to, I mean, that's definitely right, like the, one of the coolest parts of the episode. I mean, I like it when he hits the guy with the glass, he plastics that guy in, yeah. the, uh, in, in the bar. He slides the plastic glass. I like that too. The plastic glass. The plastic, yeah. Take the boy out of the trailer park. Anyway, so <laughs> he does he does that and he has that smile on him like I could have kicked that guy's ass mm-hmm. and he just lights a cigarette. Or no, yeah. he does kick some some ass, doesn't he? Well, there's that montage where they it's it's blurry and he's drunk and so he's clearly beating the hell out of some dude. Yeah, okay. So but he, he does. but the one guy who sw- takes a swing at him out in the out in the outside the bar mm-hmm. like is so drunk that he falls over. <laughs> so now I, I will say this. I'm kind of jumping around a little bit, but the uh, the when he's fighting the guys in white, I noticed this time on the watching that they did that thing where right before the punch is about to connect, they remove a few frames, they speed it up. Oh, so it's like like normal speed, and then wow, like at the connect, and it really makes it feel really really good. They don't do it on all of them, but a lot of the hand punches when he gets to using the baton. Not as much, probably because it would look like even faker. Mm-hmm. But I love that, like, Dominic Cooper, he's not really an action guy. Like, we haven't seen him be an action guy in any of the films I've watched. Oh, okay. I, thought, so, I was going to say, I thought you meant to, like, in Preacher. And I'm like, I'm pretty sh-. I'm saying this is opening the door. I'm right. saying this is, like, showing that I think he, he can for a guy that no one's really considered to be that before. Um, I think it's cool. I thought the fight scene was great. Like the last hit that he gets, it's just like he like he goes a little bit slower on the pullback, and then just a huge wallop on the last hit. I, I love yeah, it. Yeah, it's pretty cool. But um, so that's what's going on there. And then Tulip is our second damsel that we're talking about. She's gone off with Cassidy to what's the guy's name? Dennis. 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 Who's Dennis? <laughs> the, I don't know. He's a real he's a real pest. He's I a real Dennis the annoyance. A real yeah. Dennis the. He's something to society. <laughs> now, my question is, well, who's Dennis? Um, I think he might be another vampire. I don't know. I think he's a vampire, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I think that would be kind of cool. Right, read, listeners, write in. Yeah, let us know what you think or what you actually know, because then we won't see it until uh, next week. Um, or, you know what, you could also comment on the YouTube page. Uh, I, yeah. I didn't, I didn't yeah, like and subscribe. I didn't mention that at the beginning, uh, if you didn't listen to the last episode. If you're getting audio only, go to YouTube and do a search for Trintendo. You can get the video component. If you're watching the video and you just want the audio, you can go to iTunes and do a search for Baltic Effect or Preacher Podcast. Mm-hmm. You'll find us. You can download the, the podcast there. But uh, getting back to it. I don't know, man. I got, I got to back out from the individual stuff real quick and just kind of talk about the episode overall because that's how I look at stuff. And I'll be while this episode had cool stuff in it, not as exciting for me. But, you know, it had the weird stuff, which is the guy dressed in the dog gimp suit. Yeah. Which was... What are you not supposed to get on the fur? Of semen. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's a quick question that I forgot to say. Dude, I would have been crushing this yeah. one, man. Unless Nick CR or Shane or Sadie were playing. Mm-hmm. But uh, did you, when the, he was asking uh, for, he says he's there to find God, did you think it was going to be something sexual? I thought it was not going to be what they want. So. <laughs> well, I knew it wasn't going to be what they wanted, but I was just like, this is going to be something yeah. something dirty. This is going to be something dirty. And Ooh. yeah, it's pretty dirty. I, I, love, I thought it would might have been a drug thing. 
That's interesting. That's a thought. Like they're buying cocaine or something. Like lots of cocaine. I would say something better if it's called God and you get sent to a bunch of different places. It's better than cocaine. Uh, I don't know. Meth. Meth. Because like if it was just a drug, if it was just like a simple like cocaine, it'd be like, okay, come on the back. Yeah, I know. Shit. (laughs) Well, I thought kind of backing up a little bit further. I'd mentioned to Nate when we were watching how much I love the intro of this show. I love the song, like, a lot. Like, the... Oh, 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 oh. Like, I, I love that so much. I love that they're showing clips of the episode that's about to happen. Because they show, like, the guy in the dog suit. I didn't know it was going to be this episode. I thought it yeah. might just be, like, the season in general. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't paying enough attention in the last couple episodes, as per usual. But, uh, I, it's, so, like, immediately there's a dog, and immediately there's a lot of this stuff that was in this one. Although they showed some stuff from the last episode. Yeah. Like, they showed the bloody heart thing that they she had. They showed the exploding car mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that gets lit off by that gra- that, that marijuana cigarette. <laughs> That's the spliff. Yeah, that jazz cigarette. <laughs> that, uh, yeah, that. Uh, jazz cigarette's better. Okay, that's The left-handed good. cigarette. That was what I was trying to think of. Jesus. But... I and I so it's like Banshee in a way. Remember Banshee would change like one thing every few episodes yeah. of the intro. Mm-hmm. And I think about Banshee a lot when I watch this because I do too. I, I get kind of the same enjoyment. They now really really loved watching the show Banshee mm-hmm. that was on Cinemax for what do you go like four seasons? I think so. Some four or five seasons, something like that. And it's it's probably one of the most like violent shows I've ever seen. Not yeah. not one of the goriest, but there's like so many fights. Like the lead character just was getting punched. In the face. It's just all the time. It was like his face was like a, a magnet for fists. Like he mm-hmm. just, and he looked like he was going to get punched. Like yeah. That, that's kind of face. is like, this guy's going to get punched today. Yeah. And they drink whiskey and stuff all throughout of it. And like, mm-hmm. like Nate and I would like get steaks and watch Banshee and drink whiskey. And yeah, it was just yeah. like super awesome. It was a lot of fun. It's a show that we didn't have to take very seriously. Yeah. Um, whereas this show I take a little more seriously, but I get the same hints of everything do you need do you need another refreshing oh no i'm good okay <laughs> you never want another one again no it's okay i'm just um trying to pat myself out with some caffeine we're gonna i'm gonna we're gonna call attention to this i know we said we wouldn't but you've never had a zima before what are we talking what, what are you talking about zima? <laughs> i was gonna get your review on it yeah. as well uh it's i don't know it tastes like uh, a wine cooler kind of, <laughs> no it, it tastes like oh smirnoff ice kind of like those kind of things. It's 100% it like a malt that. beverage. It's 100% Smirnoff Ice. Or remember Bud Ice? That was a thing? No. Yeah, Bud Ice was a thing that tasted almost identical to this. There was, I think, Natural had one, Natty Ice. Because there's na- there's Natural Light, which is... No, nat- Natty Ice is, is beer. Oh, Natty Ice is just regular beer? Yeah. Oh. Well, I know that any of these they do where it's like this kind of iced over, twi- the Smirnoff yeah. twist and things like that. These are... they're it's Yeah, okay, a malted beverage, but... I, I I purchased these. I went to a store and there was a display of Zimas and I went to the counter and I told the guy, I said, Oh, Zima's back. And he goes, Yep. And I go, I gotta take a six pack of it. And I sit it down with the rest of my groceries and he goes, You're the third person to say something about that, but the first one to buy. <laughs> <laughs> Guess who's laughing now? Yeah. All the way to the Zima Bank. <laughs> Z Bank. Mm-hmm. But okay, so getting back to the episode, sorry about that. Um yeah, no, no, no. I, this episode wasn't the best to me, but it was still really good. And it's one of those episodes where it was over so quick. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, in my opinion, that's a test of, or a testament to how good the episode actually was, that I'm all of a sudden, I'm like, wait, what, 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 it's over? Because I'm just so much, it's so fast-paced that the time goes by and you're not even thinking about it. If an episode drags and you're like, oh, God, there's only 20 minutes of this, mm-hmm. that's probably not a pretty good episode. So I think that while... 
initially I wasn't as excited about it. I think I did thoroughly enjoy this episode. Yeah, it was a good one. Any, 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 like, drop in. What are some of your individual thoughts about stuff? Um, you know, I've never been to New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Um. Nola. I think I would like to. Well, um, you're such a traveled man. You should. It'd be neat to do, go see it. Um, but it's every, it's a look, it, it looks exactly like I've, I've always imagined it. Gross. Like, really shitty. Yeah. Smelly. <laughs> um, the, um, it was good. It was good. I don't like that stupid walking to the peak song. Yeah. Get out of my face with that. Walking to the peak song. Oh, the, the jazz song. Yeah. Because it's one of those like crazy everywhere jazz songs. Yeah, you don't get it, man, do you? No, there's nothing to get. It's stupid. It's a bad song. He counts it off and it doesn't even start at that tempo. He goes, one and a two and a... Uh. <laughs> oh, that's what jazz guys do. That's how they count it off. <laughs> yeah, they do. Uh, uh, uh. One, two, uh, 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 uh. That's how they do it. <laughs> but then he didn't do that, that. He didn't make with what he needed to do. No. Um... But like how the, she finishes the la, they finish the last song, mm-hmm. and the guy's like, as soon as the last note's done, fucking ZZ Top uh, goes, hey, play another one, and the guy's like, opens his piano back up as if like, as if like they finish the song, shuts it right away. Bad, no bad continuity. Yeah, like, <laughs> like who says that that was their last song anyway? Their last <laughs> tune anyway? Unless they said beforehand, this is a. We gotta get out of here. This is our last one. So make it a good one. Yeah. Your kids are gonna love it. Yeah. I think it's interesting they showed us two people that uh, could have presumably could could have presumably been thought to be God, and that is the small bald headed man mm-hmm. that was you know open the curtain for the dog. Yep. And then he's at the jazz place listening to the song you know that that apparently God likes, and um, the guy sitting next to him is a big dude with a long beard. Mm-hmm. Again, these are like things that people have mentioned to depict God as a human form, and they kind of did those right in moments where he's really, or what we would think would be really close. Mm-hmm. I thought that was interesting. I don't know if that was the exact choice or the thought. Sure. I don't know what why George R. R. Martin has grown his beard out that long yeah. and showed up, but yeah, uh, but he does. He decided to. <laughs> he decided to take a break from not writing. I'll write your family into a book and kill them. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't say that. George R. R. Martin's awesome. Um, getting back to it. Uh, trying to think where else to go from here. But I'm trying to think of it, too. Because um, then the other thing is, we'll, just, we'll move forward if we think something will come back. But the last damsel is Mrs. Kettleman, Laura, mm-hmm. we, we believe. Um, look, I, I, I saw her and was like, I I know her. <laughs> I know her from something. She looks really familiar. And I was like, nah, no, it's not. And all of a sudden, Kettleman's from Better Call Saul. She's the, the wife because they always had her in the hair that she actually has at the end of the episode. Had her all vava voomed up. Mm-hmm. They had her looking like a ten. Mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> we get it's it's an interesting thing because we're like, okay, it's this you know lady singer that's in trouble, like one of these stories from the 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 um, what's it called when everybody's really sad? The depression. <laughs> it's like one oh, of those yeah. like speakeasies or something, like a singer in that, but she's got some troubles, and a man's gonna come help her. Yeah, because she's a damsel in distress. Just light my cigarette and I'll tell you about my troubles, darling. You know, yeah. like one of those kind of deals. And then I love—I absolutely love the part where she goes, uh, clean yourself up and meet me outside. And I was thinking, what? And then he goes, and, and then Jesse goes, what? And then she splashes the drink. Perfect. That was great. So good. It was so, it was really, really good. Mm-hmm. But then we find out, okay, so there's a little more to her. She's a single mom, presumably. Has a kid mm-hmm. at home, somebody taking care of the kid. And then she's 
going to leave. So wait, okay. I'm kind of messing up the order of this a little bit because he goes after her, and that's when the van of, uh, <laughs> I'm just going to call them white dudes. The van of white dudes. Yeah. One of them just happened to be black. Yeah. But the van of white dudes with power ties. Oh, or white power the ties. Men in white. Men in white. That's what we'll do. That's what Galaxy we'll do. Galaxy Defenders. Uh oh. Uh oh. Didn't he have like a. We said I'm dressed in black. Remember that. In case you come face to face and make contact, something little, doop, 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 and just bite it. It's for the look. We don't light it. That's a different. <laughs> I remember how hot that song was, man. It was oh, so man. hot. Miami, South Beach, feel the heat. He did like some kind of like crazy dance move where he like just slide with me, just slide, with slide, and slide. I think that was the same song, if I remember correctly. I also They're remember all the same song. I also oh, oh no, don't slight the prince like that. The man that would be Prince Beller, but my uh. Oh, the fridge got shipped. My little fridge. Yay! Yeah. I told you you have a little fridge. <laughs> yeah, I knew. It. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. <laughs> so anyway, fight scene. We've already talked about that. I liked. He uses the um, uh, the voice of God. So you know, he was trying to not. Yeah. Do why that. isn't Why isn't dude coming? I think he is. It's just maybe he lost the trail, mm. and so all of a sudden that well, he happened. Came, like quick. The previous two well, he'd been using the voice a fair amount, so I feel like that was like a constant beacon for him. Okay. And so he was moving in the direction, and they were also stopping and stuff. This time they'd gone a little bit further. Um, he he's been abstaining from using it, and so now I feel like he might have been wandering a little bit. But that happens. He's like, oh, yeah. It's like when uh, Frodo puts the ring on, and that dry, draws the Nazgul. Exactly. It's exactly like that. So so it's interesting that he uses it twice in rapid succession, and then he's just going to go presumably somewhere to go to sleep that night. Good plan. Yeah. <laughs> um, maybe he thinks that if he maybe, maybe I mean that's it's a really it's a risk because you're like if I use it then bad bad guy's gonna come. He also thinks that he also thinks that um, Ganesh called it off, called yeah. off the hit. He thinks it's over. Yeah. Well, you know what? So that's an excellent point. That means the only reason he would be abstaining from using the voice is because Tulip doesn't like it. Yeah. Which makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. He totes could have hooked up with Mrs. Kettleman. Mm-hmm. But he was not. Mm-hmm. He was putting her in the friend zone. Mm-hmm. Just like Tulip has put Cassidy in the friend zone and Eugene in the friend zone. It's mm-hmm. all about the friend zone. I need to stop saying friend zone. It's kind of a shitty term. I feel bad talking about it even. Mm-hmm. But they've put boundaries on their relationship. Mm-hmm. Let's do that. Let's say that. It seems nicer in a weird way. Anyway, so she is a part of this group. She gets picked up by what's-his-face. And then from there, you know, we get the last little bit of Tulip. We get her going, trying to get change for yes. a five or change and for a hundred. They really fucked up because yeah. they fucked that scene up. And here's what should have happened. <laughs> here's what should have happened. She's putting the coins in the thing. Bad guys behind her. She's putting the coins in the thing. And uh, gets a pack of smokes. Pack, 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 pack. They're like, hey, turn around or whatever. And she's like, what that would have been cool well she never turns around well but she should have lit a cigarette she might she did turn around oh she did turn around. i thought she was still facing around she, she turned around they fucked up then but she should have lit a mm-hmm. cigarette <laughs> blow it right in the dude's face <sighs> what <laughs> my thoughts on that were because like she clearly she, knew they were there yeah she was, like, taking her time in the way... That, well, I guess when she turned That's around... That's why she should have lit her cigarette. That was pretty good. I was thinking that maybe... This is just me, but when I... Are okay. clean? Uh, I don't know. You can grab one out of the inside if it's not. They might be dusty. Let's, uh, let's set these aside. They're probably clean but dusty. 
We need to go through and give those all a good, like, clean. That's why I like the case for those, so they don't get dust on them. Just out of frame, you've probably seen in other episodes, there's a giant rack full of shot glasses. Like, a, a ridiculous amount of shot glasses. Mm-hmm. An unnecessary amount of shot glasses. Yeah. Are you, pour, are you pouring me one, or just yeah. two for you? <laughs> yeah, you want one? <laughs> That's good. But no, um... That's I, I kind of don't have a whole lot else about the episode. I, I know that you know we have a few emails, so those are definitely going to go into it a lot better. That stuff's good, man. Well, here we go, preacher, baby. Yeah, baby. Oh, okay, so you want to start with the emails? Yeah. All right, we got three emails. You can send your emails, but didn't you already tell us an email? Those that's for that's for sending questions. <coughs> Excuse me. Hmm. Hit, hit me hard. Okay. Um, As a joke, bought a bottle of whiskey. As you choked, said it made you feel dirty. I don't know what the song is. Uh, (laughs) BalticEffect at gmail.com. Here's one from Shinogle. Hey, Shane. Hola. Afraid of him a bit. Too much yesterday and then watched the episode and honestly wasn't in a state of mind to focus on it a lot. But here's what I did remember when I woke up this morning. Uh, I like the backstory we get on Eugene at the beginning of the episode. Turns out he didn't kill Tracy, which I was hoping was the case. Mm-hmm. But he wanted her suicide in about the worst way possible. Or he handled her suicide in about the worst way possible. <laughs> yeah. I know you wanted to protect her family, but destroying the suicide note and then attempting to kill yourself is not the way to go, man. Uh, Eugene's in a loop of his worst mem- memory, just like the Saint of Killers was. I guess hell has standards and practices. <laughs> I wonder what Yeah, it's not Guantanamo Bay. Oh, he got political. Mm. He threw down some truth. Watch out, truth to power. Sorry. Uh, I wonder what memory Hitler relives. Getting rejected from art school, probably. <laughs> That's um, pretty good. Jesse must have been very excited that the first person he talked to in New Orleans pointed him towards God. Too bad he was dyslexic and thought he said dog. Yeah, I was wondering if that was the joke. You know, what is the... Mm-hmm. Yes, whatever, yeah. Look, that was a bad joke, but I'm doing the best I can here. But I'm glad you brought it up. I'm glad you brought it up. According to the internet, here's what the French guy was saying to Cassidy. Oh, no way! Oh, this is awesome! It's not Dennis, it's Denny. What do you want to, What do you want now? You always want something, don't you? Perhaps it's nothing, or it'll be different this time. After you come into my home, you turn my apartment into a pigsty, you eat and drink like crazy, and you party all night. And where are your other prostitutes? I'm too old for this. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, I am intrigued by the white-suited group that Jesse confronted, the history between Cassidy and French dude, mm-hmm. Tulip confronting her past, Eugene's story in hell, and the whereabouts of the Saint of Killers. There's a lot to look forward to next week. Mm-hmm. Until then, Trent, be nice. Nate, be nice. Stella, be a pretty kitty. She's all she, She's already. She already did that. She's all, all all day, son. Very very nice. Thank you. Yeah. Now we got some from Nick Cr, but they are not. We didn't read them last time, did we? No. Okay. So I'll uh, jump in on Nick Cr's for two hundred one and two hundred two. Okay. Uh, let's see thoughts on preacher episode two hundred one on the road. Hiya, fellas. Hey. That was awesome. Cheers, Nick Cr. All right. Nick also wrote us about episode 202, Mumbai Sky Tower. He says, hi, you fellas. Hi. That was awesome. Cheers, Nick CR. Cheers, Nick CR. Thank you for your emails. <laughs> Thanks you, for the thoughts. All right, he says, I just read two. Do you want to do Bricktail? I'll do Bricktail since you just did two in a row. Wow. How did you? 
This is from Bricktails. I'm such an asshole. Woo. And I keep you in the friend zone. Hello, gentlemen and Stella. Stella. Uh-oh. Aww. <laughs> she always performs. You're a good kitty. <laughs> She's got a haircut. Yeah, she did. Look at how skinny and she looks with her haircut. Mm-hmm. You're a good kitty. Okay. Uh, hello, gentlemen and Stella. Oh, you said Stella. i got to pick her up. Sorry I didn't... It's like, God dang it. <laughs> Sorry I didn't write last week. I didn't realize that this show had already started. It snuck up on us. I'm caught up now, and based on the first two episodes, I was kind of with Nate. I missed Danville and some of the characters there, and wasn't so thrilled with the road story. Okay. The problem with the road story is that even though you get to meet lots of new and crazy characters... You never spend enough time with them to really develop story arcs for mm-hmm. anyone but our main characters who travel on and to the next place. It is tough. It is very, very tough because it, it turns them in. It makes things a little more two-dimensional. So I can definitely see your thoughts on wanting to stay in Anvil. I mean, I think the only reason I was wanting it to get on the road is because I know that's where the story goes. Mm-hmm. But if I didn't know that, I would I would want them to stay in Anvil. So. This week, though, started to turn me around on this. We got some intrigue as the bartender, the jazz singer, and some random guys in white seem to be in a conspiracy to find out what Jesse is up to. What are you up to? We're also starting to get more Tulip storyline. Back in the very first episode, she was killing people with corn and shooting helicopters out of the sky with homemade bazookas. Mm-hmm. Seemed like she was part of some huge story. But then, after she gave that map to someone who gave it to someone at a very artistic film festival... She kind of got relegated to the girl pining after Jesse. Hopefully we're getting back into a better story with her. Uh, by the way, I'm so over the whole love triangle story. I hope they give that up soon. Yeah. Uh, so now, all of the guards from hell seem to have gone off duty, leaving Eugene, Adolf, and who knows who else wandering around the halls. Does that mean that since God has abandoned heaven, the devil also has abandoned hell? Maybe the devil heard about God going away and sees this as an opportunity to invade the earth? Or maybe the double decided that uh, since there's not God left to oppose, there's no real point to it and gave up. Maybe you went down to Georgia. Mm. Um, in any case, I was glad to get uh, to see Eugene back, though his backstory was really sad. Well, guys, all we know is that God has a crappy taste in music. Time to go eat a taco, but maybe I won't go all the way to Mexico. Bricktails. Woo! All you. right. Yeah, thank you, buddy. All right, we got one from Nick CR. Ooh. Yeah, I, I'm going to sweep it with all the Nick CRs, the Nick CR hat trick. Um, this is for Damsels203. He says, Hi, fellas. Hi. Wow, that was awesome. Somehow I thought Cassie would get up to more mischief in New Orleans. Yeah. Well, we're not done yet. Uh, wow, Betsy Kettleman sure has changed since Craig went to prison. <laughs> if I were in Jesse Custer's shoes, I would have let her kiss me twice and then given her demonstration of the power of Genesis by making her hop on one foot or something. Nick CR, you can. Nick CR, you can. What I was I saying when we were watching it the first time? Get your tits out. Yeah, yeah. That's what the the juxtaposition of you saying that and then Nick CR being like, "Oh, let her kiss me twice." <laughs> like he's such a gentleman. Um, not that you're not, but you did no, say no, get no. your tits out. Get Dan- your tits out. <laughs> Sorry, Nick CR's mom. To answer Nate's question, yes, Canada has a new commemorative nickel out for this year to celebrate Canada 150. Uh, I like nickels. <laughs> Is this where this is going? When I was small and in nursery school, I was a very good reader. In fact, wasn't. oh, I wasn't a good. Someone else was in the same boat, Nick. Just because of the one thing, it had a big. That was a good joke. All right. So anyway, 
We're going to cry and drink and cry some more. <laughs> uh, he wasn't a good reader at all when he was very young. None of us, he said none of us could. Huh. Wait, hang on. When I was small and in nursery school, I wasn't a very good reader. I said nursery school. In fact, I must confess, I couldn't read at all. None of us could. Maybe it was a systematic problem. Anyway, each kid had a hook for their coat and a cubby for their mittens and stuff assigned to them in the cloakroom. Since we couldn't read, they put something above each kid's spot that started with the same uh, letter as their name so that we could recognize it. For example, my friend Jeffrey had a joker from a deck of cards taped on his. For me, there was a nickel. So, so ever since then, I have thought that nickels are special coins made for me. Cheers, Nick Sierra. They are, Nick. They are. Very cool, Nick. Yeah, these were awesome emails. Thank you so much for writing in. If you want to be I, like these awesome people, send them to BalticEffect.gmail.com. What are you going to say? I was going to say I read, a, I read about a small town in Nova Scotia that was, that's over 150 years old, um, before Canada even was Canada, made, populated by uh, runaway slaves. Interesting. Yeah, I was just reading an article about it, and I don't remember it at all. But I can't, I they can't were believe more people didn't make it over into Canada. You know what I mean? Like considering well, like how long ago that was. Yeah. It's not like they had like border patrol. You know what I mean? Like everything was woods. But I guess like we think the about wall, you know, there's Mexico <laughs> paid for that one, which was weird. <laughs> Are we talking from the future now? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's amazing that more didn't didn't get away. That's uh, I don't want to talk about that part anymore. But it's interesting that that town got started. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yep. One fifty nickel. You good job, Canada. Yeah, good job, Canada. This uh, someday our country will be as old as 150 years old. <laughs> we're still like the youngest country, aren't we? No, we're over 200. We're, wait, really? 1776. Uh, uh, cool. All right. That's well, like 240-something. <laughs> anything else until uh, for before we... Anything else? Um, No. <laughs> I have nothing else. I don't know what's wrong with my mouth right now. It's like <laughs> wanting to like keep saying stuff, but I'm like, my brain has nothing. Like the trains run out you're of coal. It. You're like, I've got things to... Like the train's going down the track, but there's no coal to shovel yeah. into the into the steam engine. All right, well, until next run time... fumes. Sorry, go ahead. Email us, send us questions. Come back and watch some more. If you watch the video, check out other stuff. Next week, have a Like new ep- and subscribe. Have a new episode of uh, The Struggle is Real coming out next week. And uh, more video game stuff. And we'll be back with Preacher. Um, until next week, uh, Nate is nice. Trent is nice. Spells a pretty kitty. And we, we love, love you. Nick Kroll and What's-His-Face, but we were... No. No. <laughs> hey! hey. <laughs> With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.